This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTASex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we teach you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, sex educator and creator of LTSX.com. You know, those glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors that make strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you the expert advice and first-hand experience you need to get and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, visit ltasex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to everything regarding the show. Subscribe to Behind Closed Doors on iTunes or Stitcher. You can keep up with me on Twitter at NotJeromeStewart or on Tumblr at ltasex.tumblr.com. Oh, and as always, if you have questions you want to answer or have some feedback about the show, uh, send it to me, Jerome at LTASX.info, J-E-R-O-M-E at L-T-A-S-E-X dot I-N-F-O. But enough of this shilling bullshit, let's get into the sex and relationships. Hello again, everyone. How are you? (laughs) Hi. Uh, behind closed doors, uh, LTA sex podcast about how to have cool relationships that look fun and enviable on Instagram. I guess um, today's episode um, is about trust. Uh, as we've been spending more time and deepening our relationship and deepening our DS relationship specifically, us being me and Bubby, um, we have run into some roadblocks and we're coming back to some discussions that I've held off on for a while because he wasn't quite ready for them. Um, Before his amnesia in October of last year, he, and I'm going to, let me rephrase that, October of 2014, because who the fuck knows when you'll listen to this, it's out on the internet, it's there forever, you could be listening to this in 2030, in some classroom somewhere about podcasts that are fan-fucking-tastic, you better believe it. Anyways, um, (laughs) uh, and one of the things that we've been coming back to is trust, and what trust looks like, and, um... The things that can sort of help build trust and what's been the issue in our relationship. And uh, honestly, for me, now I thought that the problem was one thing and it was, but the cause of that problem was not what I thought it was. So it's sort of an interesting journey this episode watching me sort of like peel back the onion of my pup and figure out like what's going on with him uh, so we can get to the bottom of like what's really happening and why we are um, finding ourselves or at least I'm finding myself not feeling as much trust as I should like I feel the amount of trust that I should as like a partner but I don't feel the amount of trust I should as like a dom or like I feel like I should I feel like there's an extra layer of trust that I am not receiving from him as of yet uh, and, you know, we figure out a bit about why that is. And it surprises me, and it may surprise you too. Uh, so, take a listen. It'll be coming up in a few seconds here, right after I tell you to donate to my Patreon. Uh, Patreon. LTSX, self-funded. We're great. I think we're great. If you like what we do, please support our Patreon. Patreon.com slash keep it sexy. P A T R E O N dot C O M slash K E E P I T S E X Y. But enough of me singing in this sing songy talk sing voice. Roman. Let's get into the sex. And what else? Um, sex and uh, 
Fuck, what was it? You know what you know what the fuck I'm trying to say, right? The sex and uh the sex uh fuck. Oh shit, right. The sex and the relationships. So trust. Um Why do you say you've been waiting to have this conversation? Because I knew it was a problem as soon as you got out of the hospital. Um, we've just never really addressed it. Like, we've had other issues to work on. Yes. So this is good that we're finally getting to this then. Yes. This is, like, next level. Um... Or it's just something we haven't gotten to. I would say it's next level. It's more age-appropriate, quote-unquote. Do you remember me saying that? It's more age-appropriate now. Okay, so does it stop it from coming in, or does it, like... Or do you go on autopilot? No. It's not autopilot. It's different. So your responses aren't automatic in any way? They are pre-programmed? You're actively calculating those decisions to behave the way you do in real time. You're not following a script that you've done before. You know that's not true. I'm asking you. I'm saying that when I get stressed out like I did today, sometimes my if I get too overloaded... My brain doesn't accept any more information. Even if I agree with the information, it and it causes me to get. That's why I got so confused. It's because it's like too. I've had too much information put in my head today. Ah, okay. And so it wasn't going in my head. It wasn't clicking, and that's why I got confused. It wasn't because of what you were saying. That's why I said you confuse me specifically. It wasn't what you were saying. It's that... It's that you're a bitch. Bitch as bitch. Yeah. Yeah. My little breeding bitch. You're my breeding pup. Hey. You're my little breeding pup. Yeah. Okay. So, trust-wise, um... Uh, I could tell I don't remember the exact situation so I'm not even going to try and like fake it Um, but I remember it being like right after you moved in with me and we were doing like DS stuff and I could tell I just knew the answer to the question was that you didn't trust me so I've never trusted you? no there's this level of trust that you've had with me where you know that I'm safe. Mostly. Right? You know that I'm a person who's most likely not going to harm you. You know that I'm a person who most likely is good for you to be around. But what you don't trust is that nothing will come bad to you. And that anything that comes bad to you will be accidental and as unavoidable as unavoidable as I can make it. That. And that any bad thing that comes to me is my own fault? No. If I do, like, the trust that I'm talking about is trusting me. But by you saying that, my guess is that you don't trust yourself. I'm still figuring out myself. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm just learning to be friends with myself. Just learning to be friends with yourself. This is my second day doing that. And it's a nice feeling. It is a nice feeling. I got nervous today, and I held my hand, and I felt better. You held your own hand? And it actually made me feel better. It made me feel comforted. Because I knew I wasn't alone. You weren't alone. You're fat. 
Bad people can never be alone. So I know this is something that's gonna take some time and I I don't trust myself yet. But I'm working on it. You and didn't I trust think yourself I, before. No, I didn't because I've never had a good sense of self. Right. And I'm so, learning that. So you don't need to trust yourself to trust me. At least I don't believe you do. My guess is that you can trust other people wholeheartedly while actively not trusting yourself. Like, God. Mm-hmm. Or Randy. Yeah, yeah. I trust Randy. Yeah. But, like, you trust Randy. But, like, if he told you, I want you to jump into that pit of lava. But that's so unrealistic. It won't hurt you if you do it. Don't you trust me? But it would hurt me, because that's science. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Well, if we're talking in literal terms... In literal terms, yeah, but in imaginary terms, no. No. I'm not talking about in imaginary terms. I'm talking about how you feel in that moment. Where someone is saying something to you that they know is true. Because what you see down there is lava. What I see is illuminated water. Then why'd you call it lava? Because you feel like it's lava. But you called it lava. I can call it whatever I want. I will never tell you to do something that would kill you. Yeah. you told me that before. I would never do anything that would hurt you. That I didn't want. Well, yes. Yeah. So, if I tell you to go jump in the lava, no matter what words came out of my mouth. I was talking about Randy, though. I'm talking about me. Oh, I thought Randy was telling me to jump in the lava. Whatever. Oh. That's why I was like, wait. Me as your mister. Oh, well that's fine. If I told you to jump in the lava, you should, to my preference at least, jump. Oh, I was confused because I thought you were talking about Randy and that's why I was like, wait a minute. But, yeah. No, I know that you wouldn't... You've told me... You've made that very clear. But you don't act like it. How do I act like it? I'll tell you to do things sometimes. And you'll sit there. And you'll pause. And you'll think it over. And you'll try to logic it. And you'll try to understand it. But I told you to do something. Something in comprehension as well. Right. But I told you to do something that you've done a million times before. And you will still do it each and every time. With everything? Everything. I have to think about it to make sure it registers so I do the right thing. This is true. Yeah. But maybe you're overthinking. Because I've told you lots of times that the reason why you're anxious and not doing stuff is because you're not doing stuff. You're thinking. And you need to stop thinking so much. But I like thinking. When it comes to DS stuff. I appreciate that you question me. And that you make me think about the things that I say. And that you call me on my shit from time to time. I appreciate all that about you. 
And I also appreciate that you are learning how to trust me again, which is why in this like year or so since your amnesia, I've not really pressured you to like trust me now. Because trust is earned. Trust is not just given willy-nilly. Yeah, and I... How can I improve that, then? Improve your because trust? Because I, I know that in my mind I trust you. Well, it's... I guess I'm confused by trust. The idea of it. Like, I don't... Maybe I don't fully understand it. Maybe that's part of it. I want your trust to be limitless. Limitless. I want unconditional trust. For you. For me. Just you. Just me. We're just talking about us. And honestly, I'm not talking about Robert Jerome. I'm talking about Mr. Bubby. I want Bubby. My puppy. To give me all of his trust, just like Truffles give you gives you all of her trust. That she trusts that I'll feed her every day. And that you'll her feed pets. her and take care of her, and that every time you pick her up, you're not going to eat her. But she learned to trust you. She's been with us about as long as you've been post seizure, and in that time. She has gone from hiding in her corner to actively climbing up and wanting you to pick her up. Wanting us to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And you, it's time for you to get to the place where you want me to actively pick you up. Well, what am I doing that's contrary to that? Take, for example... The discussion we had today about your job. Uh In that context, I was speaking to you as the person who guides you in life. And I said to you something you didn't understand that made you insecure and that made you get really, really worried. And then when you came home, You no longer trusted what I said to you. Nothing else I said to you once you were home had as much power as the thing that you already believed to be true. Was that there's something wrong. Even when you got home And I told you, after listening to you and responding and listening and responding and telling you there's nothing wrong, you did not trust me. Yeah, and that's why, that's why, because I was part of it was because of my brain. And that's I get that. Why, that's why I say no matter what, even if I agree with you or trust you, like it doesn't it doesn't it won't go in. And I get that. Yeah. Because I know you I know you have my best interest at heart. And I that's why I wanted to talk to you about it was because I trusted you that you would that you know about these kind of things. I I'm at fault because I was feeling frazzled and overloaded from a long day of work and it wasn't clicking. But you have that problem a lot where it's not clicking. And clicking, from my comprehension, and I would really, really like to explore this more because I'm running up against a wall here. I'm running up against a wall in my ability with words that I have to tell you. Like I, I'm trying to work on that. Like, it's not your fault. It is partially. How? Because um, I don't have the words to tell you. 
That's not your fault, though. You're a different person. You have a different perspective. I know. But in a year, two years, I've learned how to talk to you. One of the things I have not learned how to do is what words you'll be able to understand at any one given point in time. Because it changes. I say words to you all the time. And you function just fine. And then periodically, one day, I'll say that thing again, perhaps, keep it. And you will have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. And it's not your fault, though. That's my comprehension. I know. But I, one of my hobbies and one of my goals with, like, being your mister is getting a better understanding of why it is that you do the things that you do when and, you know, exactly. Right? But you may never know. I may never know perfectly. But learning what words to use for you in any given time, I feel like it's something that I should learn. You but we're getting you off track. want to learn that. Yes. That's not really off track, though. That's along the same line, really. Okay, that's fine. I think it goes along with it. Like, because that goes along with trust. I'm trusting someone. I don't want you to feel like... <coughs> I don't want... <coughs> You feel like it was you. I know it was me today specifically. I'm talking about this instance and most instances. It's and I know that's partially my BPD is to go to self blame, but it's not. I'm not doing it out of pity. I'm doing it because I could actually I can feel it. When it's happening in my head. Yeah. I can feel that it's not processing and that I'm overloaded and it's not. That's why it's so frustrating. And I didn't have the words to ask. I didn't have the words to explain what's going on. In the moment when I'm already frustrated Mm-hmm. But now I do because you said, you know, you can just say I can't even right now or like you can just tell me, you know, and so now I have that for when that happens again. Do you remember a few weeks ago we were fighting and I said to you, if you need a break, just fucking tell me. But what you don't do is you don't walk away, you don't throw your middle finger up, and you don't act like an asshole. If you need to stop talking and you need a break, you need a break, then you need to say that. But I couldn't even get to that part. It's like my logic shuts down. Okay. That's all good and fine, and I know those things, but sometimes, under certain circumstances... It gets to a point where that shuts down, and that's the other thing, is that information can't really come out or in. It's, I'm stuck. And that's why it's so frustrating. Well, then here's my question. What's to be done in that scenario? Either by you or me. In that particular scenario, a hug might work, but my concern is that you often ask me for hugs, and it's a waste of my time. It's not a waste of your time. It is. Because when a hug is not to share love with me, but instead to heal you only, and it doesn't work, it is a waste of my time. And at the beginning of this podcast... We had discussions wherein I told you that there is no amount of hugging that will make you feel better. There is no amount of cuddling that will make you feel better. You have to do it on your own. That's why I said a hug is because that will give me time. Time? That will be... You know, the hug in and of itself might not work, but it allows me to 
breathe and take a minute. So what you really need is a minute. You need a breather. You need to take five. Yes. That's what okay. and that's what you said. And that's and I'm telling you you can do that by giving me a hug. When I asked what needed to be done, what I wanted to know is what is really what you needed, which is a break. Yeah. Right? Okay. So now that I know what you needed is a break, now I can make the best decision in the situation about how to do that. Because I know part of it is that I'm really tired and I had a really long day. You know, I know that all is factoring into this as well. Exactly. You know, and I'm not trying to minimize that. Also, one, I know this is, I, I just got on you for getting off track, or like, didn't get on you, but like, let's say we could get back on track. But let's get off track for a second. How great is the smoking mixture? Pleasant. Um, this one is raspberry leaf. Peppermint and marshmallow root. In there? Yeah, I put it at the bottom under the marijuana for like a calming chill effect, but not like knock you out to sleep. Because I found chamomile knocks me out to sleep. Did Truffle sleep a lot today? Yes. We both basically did nothing. So you need to watch your chamomile intake. I need to watch my chamomile intake. I can't have too much nicotine because it makes me too awake. It makes me not enjoy sex. I can't have too much chamomile because it puts me in a fucking coma-like state. But that's good when you have insomnia. It is great when I have insomnia because not only can I smoke that shit, which I don't want to do. I don't really like smoking chamomile. Why? I don't like the way it makes my mouth feel. I think I might enjoy lavender more. Chamomile was not the one that I wanted when I was thinking about flavors. Lavender was the one that I wanted. I like chamomile. Well, then you can smoke it all you want, baby. Then I'm I'll be sleeping by me. It doesn't kick your ass like that. Or you can smoke it to go to bed. Or like, maybe on the bowl we smoke before bed, we can throw a little chamomile on top. Um. Anyways. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's cool. I was just thinking about that, and I wanted to no, talk about it for a second. That's cool. No, I didn't. I'm glad we were talking and happy, and we didn't fight. Yeah, like that was good. Yes, yeah. good stuff. I had a good thing with Randy the other day. I didn't tell you about. That's awesome. Therapy. We talked about ways that I can work on my listening skills. Yeah, you did tell me about that. You told me about it yesterday. No, I didn't. You didn't tell me about the meeting, but you said that you worked, talked about listening to yeah, and other things. Yeah, he gave me some advice on listening that would, it's related to this. And if I get a minute, I can try and break through that clutter. In my brain. And he said... If you ask for clarification, and we went over some examples. <laughs> Party. So, back to the topic of trust. Are you going to comment on that at all? What? That was, I was trying to keep the conversation going. About the listening comprehension? Yeah. I mean, I knew that you went to go to listening comfort. Like, what do you want? I don't understand. I mean, it's cool that you learned that. It's important. I didn't think that he would be a useful um, tool to teach you that, but like... What happened there? Huh? What happened there? I thought it was related to what we were talking about, and I I guess it wasn't. Oh, listening comprehension in and of itself. Yes, 
That's why I was trying to keep the conversation going, and I was like, oh yeah, because this is affected by the fact that my brain shuts off, and I was like, oh, this is something that's good, because if I get a minute... Did you say that? Yeah. Okay, so, while you were talking, I was taking a gigantic bong rip, and so, like, at a certain point, I just started focusing on, like, not dying, Um, so I kind of lost focus about what you were saying specifically, yeah, that's why I brought it up. And the general gist was that you talked about listening skills. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I... That's the... Yeah, no, I was saying... I was trying to carry on the conversation. Okay, okay. Well, then, back on the topic of trust, speaking of listening comprehension, part of the problem, I feel, and I'm I'm noticing this now... As something that I said to you recently, but something that I started to get like months ago when I was like, that's not what I said. Those were not the words that came out of my mouth. You lie. And I'm, you're lying to me. You're lying on me. Like I say those things to you. And I'm not trying to lie on you. Right. Right. But it is connected, like you said, to Listening, trust. comprehension and trust. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't understand can't trust you what i'm saying all the time then like i could see how like if i'm in a pool and someone says to me someone who i trust fully says to me stay underwater everything will be fine they said it i heard it but I didn't understand it. Because what I got was those sound waves warbled by water so much so that I couldn't understand the fucking word of it. It was said. It got through the air. It got to me. But I couldn't understand it. And so I'm going to keep do- going like I always went. I'm going to keep doing what I was already doing because I didn't hear that or I didn't understand that's, and that's what I talked to Randy about was that exact thing about us was that we've been fighting and stuff and this is what you've said and this is what I've said and this is what's actually going on and he offered advice on how I can like work with that and how I can like work on my listening comprehension and that that's related to like trust and you know communication and etc I'm for me I think you learning to comprehend what I say will be a good thing for you one or for us rather because one just learning how to understand what the fuck people are actually saying to you is like I how do you even live like no wonder you keep getting fired from jobs and that's why I'm reading my friend's book because I don't know how to listen to what they're saying to be able to carry on a conversation and it just makes me feel awkward that's why I'm reading that book and plus I want to learn how to make friends so there's this um, book called How to Make Friends and Influence People. I don't know if that's what, if like, it's actually about that, or if it's like a story of like an awkward white guy being white and awkward, because that's what the movie was about. But you might want to check that out. Also, the movie star Simon Pegg, he's pretty funny. Like, I'm not... That's why I'm, like, I'm doing the right thing. Like, I'm making my own pattern. I'm just doing it my way. But it's all connecting. I think one thing that might help you with listening comprehension is knowing what things mean. Like, definition? Yeah, I think we need to start doing vocabulary words. Vocabulary is the 
let's say, dictionary you have in your head. They're all the words that you use and can recall. Let's say you'll give me words to learn. Yeah, we can find vocabulary workbooks and stuff. You'll help me. We can help you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do instead of giving you like harder assignments like the um the article. Because I would much rather They have workbooks for that, don't they? Yeah. I would much rather have you be learning that. Because that's a life skill. It's not, not only is it a life skill, but it will make you better at writing and talking and everything else. And that's what I want to do with my life. Exactly. So it may seem like, you know, educational bullshit or whatever, but it's is like. Is it little? It's, it's are we going to start with little words? Bitch, we'll probably start in like kindergarten. Really? Yes. Because if you don't understand words, you don't understand words. You know how to use them based on context clues and figuring out what some things mean and learning the definitions to other things. But you need to really, really, really upgrade your general understanding of what words mean in the English language. So that means you need to learn the definition of words like to, and, be, by, it, its, its, their, there, there, there. You need to learn what they are, how they're used, and why they're used. Because that is part of the problem with you saying things to me also that, that, that pissed me off. Is that that joke that's like punctuation is the difference between helping your Uncle Jack off an elephant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And helping your uncle, comma, Jack, off an alpha. Because without a comma... You're jacking off an alpha. You're jacking off an alpha. With a comma... You're getting you're, off an alpha. That still sounds bad. <laughs> you're helping someone else descend... From... From their alpha. transportational use of a... Pachyderm. <laughs> Are they good for transportation? They're slow and steady and you're not going to knock over an elephant unless it wants to be knocked over. Also, they can run fast. Yes. And because they're so big and they can run fast, you just got to get the fuck out of their way. Because they will kill you. They're like wells. They're like land whales. They're just so big. Elephants are like big. I always regarded my grandmother a bit like an elephant. But, like I was saying about the, um, you understanding me. You have to understand to be able to understand. You have to understand to be able to trust. Yes. I'm sorry to be so frustrated. You have been frustrating since like a month after I met you. Because that's when we had our first fight. Because that's when you had your first, B first BPD episode around me. And ever since then, you've just been a downward spiral of psychoticness. Phone game better. Yeah. Finally. We're recording a podcast, so I'm just going to stay quiet and wait for a sound to happen that they probably didn't hear. Oh. I heard it. Yeah, we both heard it. It was like... like There's some shit like that. I like someone crying. Crying. I think you're or hearing... Laughing. I think you're hearing a witch 
the witch from uh, Left 4 Dead. Probably. So you lick these balls before bed, or what's happening? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Well. Actually, no. You know. Let's just go to bed. I've decided I want to have sex less. That's fine. I'm going to start trying to foster a sex drive that naturally wants it more. Not just when you want it. Or when you want it. I don't know. I want... You want it to happen naturally. When it, when it comes to sex, I want to want to have sex more often that, that you actually have sex. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm going to start having sex when I want to have sex only. Instead of when I want to want to have sex. Can I still ask you? Yes, you can. But I am going to be more free in telling you I don't want to have sex. Okay. Because I have got to get better at that. Yeah. I don't want to force you to do it if you don't want to. You're not forcing me. I am choosing to have sex as the alternative to simply saying to you, I don't want to have sex. And that is my fault and not your fault. Because I don't, like, that doesn't bother me. Like, if you don't want to have sex, then don't. Right. Like. And I know that. But I also like to be liked. I do like you. Right. But I'm afraid that you won't like me. If, if I say, if you say no? Right. I. I also consciously know that if I tell you no to sex, you will have literally no problem with it. I only had sex with my ex, like, maybe once a week. If that, like, I, I know what it's like to want it and then not be able to get, like, it's, it's fine. Like, it doesn't, I went 20 years without it, it's fine. Really, you went, like, Four. 10 years without <laughs> it? Because, like, there was a period where you didn't even want sex, and then there was, like, a period where you wanted sex but didn't, like, know you wanted sex. And then there was, like, a period where, like, God, I really want a dick in my ass, but I'm Christian, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then... And then I did it anyway. And then, at the end of that ten-year span of all that weird up and down, you're like, well, <laughs> I'm a power bottom now, and life is great. No, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to worry about it. I support you. I think that's really cool that you're figuring yourself out. Like, I'm trying to figure myself out. But it's different. Oh, I've known. I've known that I don't want to have sex. I've known that I want to want to have sex. What I haven't known is that it was important enough to do something about it. I know it is now. But I didn't then. But now you do. Yes. Which is also why I'm telling you about this trust thing. We can work on them at the same time. We can work on everything at the same time. Taking incremental baby steps. Lifting all ships. What about my vocabulary? Your vocabulary is that like is a something spelling we can work on test? Yeah. I have to take a spelling test. Learning how to spell and also learning the definition for things. Vocabulary and spelling are different. Oh, they're different. Yes. Vocabulary is like so how to say a word, how to pronounce it, and what it means. Another part of that as you get older is called etymology. And that means where words come from. Yeah. Specifically, etymology. Yeah. So, so like, you take spelling, you take uh, grammar, put 
putting all those words together. You take vocabulary. About English. What does that mean? That's grammar. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. Um, English is the study of study of the English language. Just like Spanish is the study of the Spanish language. It's just you're American, so you don't think that English is a weird class. A language class. Oh, I don't know. it's a language class, just like Spanish. Just English. Just English. Oh, it's weird. It is, and in other places, people take English classes as a, like a, elective. Really? Yes, because English is not standard everywhere. Oh, I knew that, but like, I didn't know that they took English class. Yes. Why would you want to do that? Because English is the most spoken language on the planet. What's this? You're stupid. Uh, Your face is stupid. Uh, I like it. I like you. I like you too. And I'm also going to like going to bed because we're cutting this podcast short. Because I Do feel we res- get a resolution? Yes, that's why we're cutting this podcast short. I feel resolved. I'm sorry to be frustrating. I had a really good day. I got Bear. overloaded. Bear, I have slept. It is now... 11.47 p.m. I have slept for like 12 hours. How are you even tired then? Because I have only been sleeping five hours a night. Or less. Why? What's wrong with you? I am bursting with energy. But I am also lacking motivation and direction. Yeah. I'm in this sort of like contemplative state where like things are working, things are good. And I know there's a step I need to make next. But what is it? Ipsylicious. I'm being more per- more pensive about because I don't want to just make content to make content. You want it to matter. I want it to matter. So I'm not just bursting with a ton ton of articles. I have certain articles. I'm going to release them as I see fit once they're fully complete. No matter how long it takes. And I also reached out today to these people who are doing like, um, Keep Ipsy Black. Yeah. Oh, you reached out to them? Yeah. You found them on Instagram, though. No, Facebook. Oh. I invited you to like their page. I did like their page. Right. Um, they're the ones I told you about on Instagram. Which, by the way, they only had three people who liked their Facebook page. And now they have like 12, and all of them are people that I. Suggested like it. So, if Keep Ipsy Black has a booming Facebook page all of a sudden, they better thank me. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes look happy. Your eyes look like emeralds being held by a black guy. I say that because your eyes are green and brown. They look good though. Yes. They look happy. happy. I had a really good day. How do my eyes look? Happy. Tired. I am happy and tired. (laughs) I feel like I'm staring out of my mother's eyes. (laughs) That's creepy. It is creepy. Why do you feel that way? I shouldn't say it's creepy. No, it's creepy. No, it is creepy, but like... No, creepy's not the word we mean. It's unsettling. Yeah. That's... Wake up. 
is that like creepy? Unsettling is like makes your stomach sick. Yeah. Why do you feel you like looking out of stomach. her eyes? Um. I feel like I'm. I feel sometimes I feel like I'm feeling things that I saw her feel. You feel old. No. Yeah, that too. But I also feel. I've never known what to describe this thing I do as. I don't feel people's feelings. I don't feel them myself. Like me. Yeah. I see their their feelings. Like you read it on them. On them, yes. I don't feel it within myself, but I can see Based on what they're doing, and what how they're, they're holding, you. and what they're telling me, or n- not even that. Like I would just look at my mom, and I would see her feeling this feeling that doesn't have a name, and I'm looking at myself, feeling that feeling, feeling that. So feeling. she's doing. So you guys can both do that. Um, in different ways. I don't know if she can because we've never talked about it. But she is intuitive when she's in the moment. When she's not in the moment, she's a lot like you and has no fucking clue what's going on. But... Jesus Christ, are we dying? (coughs) I think I'm dying. You can trust and believe that, motherfucker. (laughs)